Hello, everyone. Just as a reminder, this is episode 86. It is the second part of Scott and I's regional report. The f- first part, episode 85, was our Swiss. In this episode, we're going to discuss our Top Cut games. So I hope everybody enjoys that. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. So you did not play a single Spectre in the, in your Swiss. Correct. Let us proceed on to the top cut. You and Aaron were the only undefeated in Swiss, both 4-0. Mm-hmm. So let's – and now at this point, I haven't actually discussed my my top cut games. I will go somewhat quickly just because I've talked about the box so much. Um, but maybe let's do a little bit more in terms of – because you um, – well, let, let's just get started into your top cut. Top eight, who is your opponent? Uh, Grant, uh, also one of our wonderful friends who came from SoCal. Yep. Um, he was running Spectre, so he was the only Spectre I played that day. Wow, that's crazy! And he's also very—he beat my box twice, I think, with with Spectre. And I, at that point, like I had not lost many games with with the box to Spectre. But at that point, I was like, oh boy, I was like kind of having an existential crisis, thinking I needed to drop my double smugglers for R two because they just weren't—they don't do anything really against Spectre. And so right. it was, that was, I was really feeling it. And he, he was three and one on the day, did very, very well. So, yeah. Um, so we were playing Moss Eisley, the pick up and return um, boxes. Yep. Um, and it's really interesting. So I took the in exterior side. Um, oh no, I took the interior side. He took the exterior side. Okay. Who had initiative? Uh, um, that's actually that's a great question. Um, I cannot remember who had initiative. Okay, but basically, it's really interesting. So he kind of moved everyone up, you know, the middle. I moved people along, you know, the outer wall. Okay. Um, so you know, towards the so if if you're looking at it from the interior being at the bottom, there's the hallway with the terminal and the two doors. If you go to the door to your left, I kind of opened that and went through there. I kept everyone away from the terminal and then sort of we both last activated. I put the DT next to it and he system shocked my death trooper. And I said, that's okay. I, I mean, I really want the card. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I had sort of positioned Thrawn and, and my officer, you know, a little far out and, and he, so where are you in relation to like the, um, the evaporator. So if you go, if, so if you, if the inside section is the bottom, um, and you're on the left-hand side looking towards, uh, you know, looking down that side of the map. How cl- Like, where are you positioned in relation to the evaporator that's in that big room or big space? Do you know what I'm talking about? You mean, like, the, the moisture evaporator on yeah. the outside tile? Yep. Uh, that's, like, blocking terrain? Yep. Uh, I have an officer that's, like, four spaces away and Thrawn's five. Okay, so you're not... Towards the interior hall? Okay, so you're not super aggressively placed. Yeah, I'm. I'm Thrawn's literally like two spaces from the terminal. Okay, but his Sabine hops the 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 blocking terrain. Yep. You know, throws a grenade at at Thrawn and the officer and does two damage. And I'm like, oh great, because and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, he's going to run her back, and I'm just going to have like lost four points. You know, for yeah. you know that. And um, to my surprise, he says, all right, now I'm going to attack the officer. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I think I dodged. <laughs> um, oh, that's uh, got to feel good. Right. I, I remember I dodged with an officer once in the tournament, and I don't remember when it was. But regardless, like, I was like, okay, wh- why is he doing this? Like, he's now left Sabine, like, basically to just get shot by me a bunch. Yeah. Which is definitely what I do. Yeah. Um, you know, so I kind of position my death trooper, you know, get a shot off. But what he does is he, you know, he moves Kanan up like diagonally behind her and he specters her. She takes a shot and runs away. And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. So that makes he sense. was saying like, he's going to make the shot and he's going to get her away. But then Kanan is in line of sight of Thrawn. I move the emperor up and force lightning him and, uh, you know, have Thrawn take a shot. Hmm. He moves Zeb up to prevent me from getting any more attacks. Um, and he's also – he's not running motivation. He's running he's doubt. He's not. He's running doubt, which yeah. is pretty useless against my list. Yep. I have a few tokens, but you know I'm usually spending them. Yeah. Uh, and he moves – You know, 
I, I moved Vader up and, and hit Zeb for a pretty significant, like 10 or 10 Ooh. damage. Ooh. Um, he moves Ezra up next to Zeb. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting because, you know, start of the next round, I play face to face and get, and I am literally, I have Vader who, he, adjacent to Zeb, Ezra, Kanan, and two away from Sabine. This is, it was amazing. I like looked over at your board and was like, what is going on? And yeah, I, also, it was, I also thought at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, Scott's going to lose this game. Cause those, I, I assumed what had happened is he had just like swarmed you somehow and was like getting ready to like remove Vader. Yeah. So basically what happens is, um, you know, he has, and he kind of said, I'm not attacking Vader cause he had Kanan attack Vader and he dealt one damage because he was weakened and he just like he get the pierce through. He just couldn't get, yeah, he didn't even roll enough damage. He, I didn't have to Zillow. He didn't do enough damage and I rolled well wow. enough that it just didn't, it wasn't net. I just said, you know, wow. I'll take one damage and I'll save Zillow for Sabine or Ezra, you know? Um, wow. And basically, and basically by the end of that round through some parting blows where he had exited the space, um, cause it's interesting because he sort of said like, um, he ran Kanan away. I said, all right, I'm in a parting blow. I killed Kanan. He said, oh, I'll specter cell now. And it's like, Hey, his activation ended when he died. So you can't specter cell. So he's like, Oh crap. I should have specter cell before I did anything with Kanan. Yeah. So then I was able to kill Zeb. And basically by the end of the round, um, he had killed Thrawn and I had killed Kanan, Zeb and Sabine. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So make a long story short, you know, we sort of, trade things off until it's Hera chopper and chopper's got like one health left. Um, and Ezra versus an officer, the emperor who has taken like 10 or 11 damage and Vader with three damage. Wow. Right. Um, and Ezra's taken like four. Okay. So, you know, we kind of do this little bit of a dance, um, you know, uh, Chopper system shocks the emperor to death, but I'm okay with that. I play dying lunge and I say, okay, well, as long as I deal four damage or more, I put him in guaranteed force choke death range. Yep. And does I, he have anyone, is the officer close enough for him to attack to recover? Um, yes, he is close enough. Okay. Um, if he chose to do so. Okay. He, he did not choose okay. to do so okay um so because i'll tell you what happened so the emperor rolls four damage on his dice and funny thing the emperor actually does really well against zeb because he just has guaranteed pierce three three that's so good yeah like i just need damage so yep. and it's just guaranteed so fantastic um so that's actually something i thought about deeply is like actually the emperor is almost the best figure to attack Ezra like he's never going to kill him in one shot it's impossible but like if I had to choose Vader or the Emperor to deal the last two or three damage to you know Ezra I might choose the Emperor yeah um funny enough uh so what happens is um he just decides to run Ezra away and just try and save his life which he does except I then activate my officer and move Vader too and guarantees that I can get him yeah so then, you know, he kills my officer. Vader kills Ezra. Um, we're both up close. We either have are close to 30 points or at 30 points. Um, Hera has a, a box um, to take to a stash. Okay. And then basically I just spend the rest of the mission chasing down Chopper and Hera and murdering them with Vader. And uh, I just killed all of his figures. Very, was, it, Vader was the only one. figure... Yeah, Vader was the only figure left on the map. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. With three damage on him. Oh, yep, that, there's Rogue One for you. Yep. Right there. Man, that's uh, awesome. I, I I really, you know, when I was surrounded, I said, you know, they're like, oh, you're surrounded by Spectre Cell. And I said, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Oh, I love it, Scott. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Especially because, so Drew and Grant, they played together a lot. And I think Grant beating drew running so grant was running specter and drew running empire was what 
got drew off of the empire and i'm really glad that you were able to to do so well so i'm just here to bring drew back to the fold that's yeah. right and i, I you, let's not let's not give up hope yet my <laughs> top my top eight opponent was sam um i'm actually going to have sam on the podcast so i'm not going to go into this match with too many details again we're on moss Eisley crates it's a great map for me even versus specter this is like where the alliance smugglers pay off is because i'm able to pick up boxes and apply pressure which i do i also have intel leak round one so i'm able to burn heart of freedom and then i can i heal mac or i heal mac with mhd so i'm down nothing and he's got pummel and um, I don't, I can't quite remember what his other card was, but it wasn't anything that was going to, it wasn't anything obviously better than Heart of Freedom. He does have Pummel, right? So that's good. But, um, and then what I do, as I said in my Swiss prep, or in my Swiss report is my strategy is with Spectre is when they split up, I go for whichever of the wings is closer, represents more of a threat, but also I can, I just whoever I can kill, right? And you just, I commit on a gambit in order to remove them. He brings Spectre, or he brings Zeb and Sabine over. I commit to deal damage to them. I'm able to survive. Sabine's chucking grenades. Um, I'm able to get a big hit off on Ezra as he's coming in, and he never has on the lamb in play, so he has to be kind of defensive. He never rolls a dodge, which is good because Han just keeps taking these power shots at Ezra. And Sam is never really able to do anything with him. And then I'm just able to keep everybody alive as I'm pulling away, as I'm pulling away from Sam. So it's a, I, I commit to make a kill and then I'm just slowly pulling back as Spectre Cell collapses. And I, I was able to pull it off. So that was yeah. my top eight. Okay. Top four. Cool. So my top four was actually against JK. Yeah. Um, and this was Tarkin weapons, um, which I was sort of like, okay, this is one of my worst maps, which um, if I get the wrong deployment, I'm going to caveat because I've actually learned how to make it one of my best maps. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, and it was against Han Rangers, um, and you know, which is a, a matchup I'd never played against with VPT, but we had all sort of theorized that it'd be an un- it would be an unfavorable matchup for me. Yes. Uh, just saying like, hey, like based off of, you know, I don't have the jets to soak anything up. Like I have got a lot of, there's a lot of targets on my head. Yep. Um, you know, it's hard to get to them. And so I was a little worried going in. Um, so with this one, I got initiative and I took the the, the green treehouse side. Okay. Um, you know, the first round is, is very much just positioning. Yep. Um the only weapon picked up the whole game was Vader picked up a red weapon. Oh my gosh, that's which, disgusting. It is. Probably the most superfluous overkill, not necessary thing in the entire meta right now is Vader with an extra red weapon. Yes, yes, this is true. I'm and surprised I, his smugglers didn't pick up any weapons. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, literally Vader was the only one with an activation to do it. Okay. And I'll only do it if I have nothing better to do, and I had nothing sure. better to do. It was it was a map where I was like, hey, I'm not putting Vader in any lines of sight. Yep. Um, and what JK does is, you know, he moves his rangers down the, the hall. Mm. You know, he doesn't, you know, and he keeps, you know. When you uh, say down the hall, what you mean is away from his deployment zone towards the hangar area. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And he keeps Han by the deployment door, um, you know, and, and that, that bottom door doesn't open for a, a long, long time. So that one's not really in play. Yeah. Um, and basically what happens is, you know, his, uh, you know, Han kind of comes out, you know, um, he doesn't have a focus because he, he never focused him because he just knew I doubted away. What happens is I doubt away one of his ranger focuses. Yep. And he takes a shot, an unfocused uh, end around shot on the death trooper. Okay. With Han. With Han. Doesn't do enough damage to kill him. Okay. Which, which is, is what you shouldn't expect to kill, right? If you're unfocused, it's almost impossible. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, you know, he's hoping that he can, um, you know, just... Like, I'm going to go last, and I'm going to go first, and then I'm going to kill him and run away. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, uh, Vader does a, a, 
a you know uh what do you call it a force choking force around choke. a han yep um and then next round comes up uh either i'm getting initiative or i think i take initiative okay um and I run up to Han with a red weapon and roll lethal damage, and he on the lambs. Okay. Um, and then I uh, play Parting Blow. Okay. And take Han up to nine damage. Because you're not able to roll your third red dice. Yeah, I've already rolled it once. Yep. So, you know, so he runs Han away okay. um, to keep him alive. Um, you know, and he kind of retreats Han down into this, like, nest of, like, rangers and... Hera and you know all of his stuff and you know a couple more turns go by and uh you know Thrawn kind of move you know I'm just kind of I just take control of the top area officers and Thrawns are scoring me points yeah um next to weapons the emperor is just sort of chilling being a threat um next to Vader you know I you know run Vader in um you know to to deal my damage to Han and uh, you know, party blow Han. And then at the end of that round, so Han's he, dead at this point. Well, Han's not dead. Well, so what I'm saying is I kind of ran into the, his like hallway, okay. um, to do that attack okay. and parting blow. And yep. he ran Han away. Um, okay. Oh, actually. So I, I actually, I had it wrong. So he actually did go first in that round and he killed the DT and ran away. Okay. And then I ran Vader up to do okay. the thing that I said. Um, okay. So, but he had C-3PO in the way blocking most of the Rangers from seeing Vader. So he gets like two Ranger shots off on Vader. Does okay. a li- like four damage. Okay. Um, one of them is focused. Um, I actually think both of them is because one played primary target. So he maybe had five or six damage. Okay. Um, Han doesn't have an end of round shot because C-3PO is blocking. Yep. But he, I mean, you know, JK just had a baby. Yep. And he's sleep deprived. Yep. And he yep. did not realize that by moving two, I could see Han and I, and he, he had rebel high command and, and R2. So he ran out of cards. I just force choked Han to, de- to death at the end of the round. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go first and I'm just like, all right, it's time. You know, well, actually you're I think dead. you're yeah. a dead man time. Yeah. Um, or so I think actually either he took initiative or he went first after that, but you know, he had he made two or three ranger attacks against Vader that were not focused. No, I think did one off. damage. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and then I just, you know, he kind of ran away and Vader just sort of killed things and then Thrawn was killing things and JK. I after you know I force lightninged C3PO and two Rangers to death with one force lightning, I think JK was just like, okay, I'm good. Yep. All right. We're ready to I'm, be done. I'm not a glutton for any more punishment. Yeah. So it was, you know, I think a little bit of tiredness, but just like, you know, Han dying was a huge deal. And then, you know, if you can, you know, put enough pressure on Han Rangers that they don't have time to focus. Yep. Then it's like, okay, well, time to die. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I mean, you. it's just math at that point, right? You're like, you're not going to do enough damage and I'm going to kill you. So, yeah, because it's almost impossible for Vader not to one-shot a ranger. And when he's got an extra wet, red weapon, I am somewhat positive it is impossible for him to not one-shot a ranger. So he could roll uh, four regular damage, I think. Okay, it's true. And, yes. and it'd just be five damage coming at him if he rolled his worst roll whatsoever. Wow, that's crazy. And the odds of that are one in six, one in six, one in six, one in six. Yeah, not not the kind of odds you want to be. Yeah, it's something like one in like 1,300. There you go. Awesome. And we should also uh, – so JK is also going to be coming on the podcast. He needs his due because I don't know if he had played – like it's a testament to his strength as a player that I do not know how many reps he got in with Han Rangers. It certainly wasn't very many, and he went 3-1 and one in a very competitive well, field. Well, I think he had decided to run Han Rangers the night before. Holy smokes. Oh, wow. I Just thought, wow. I thought he was going to run Vader too because that's what he had been testing. Yeah. Yeah. I assume he just kind of got a little bit worried about he, – he, he wasn't as confident versus Spectre as you were, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I, I I did some testing with Aaron against Spectre, which I'm sure you, you'll talk about in your next you know match. Um, yeah. and and so I felt a little bit better about it with some of how Vader had performed there. So that yeah. kind of cemented of like, all right, I'm going to run Vader. Yeah, 
That is true. And Kazarian's obviously a very, very strong Spectre player. And if you feel good about that, then you should feel pretty good about your matchup generally. Like Scott said, Aaron was my top four. We're playing on Tarkin um, weapons. This map, this mission, I will say as a, as a preface, I only won because the round that the game was going to be decided, I drew Miracle Worker and Second Chance those are the two cards I had drawn at the end of the previous round. So I think this is the start of round two. And he has got a expert net that is just closed around me. There's nowhere for me to put Dracotta. I've kind of boxed myself. So when I play Tarkin, what I do is if on the weapons is I retreat deep into my own deployment zone and send Han. Most of the time I don't send Dracotta out versus Spectre, but I send Han and smugglers out to go pick up weapons and so I retreat deep into my deployment zone. He sends Sabine up kind of as like a little bit of a sacrificial piece. I put some damage on her with Jakarta, run back, and then I am able to kill her, I think, with Han, either with an end of round or with um, a round one shot. And then an end of round shot, I am able to kill her. Oh, because she rolls a dodge. That's why. Um, and then, but he's collapsing and he's collapsing fast. He's putting on a lot of pressure. However, I draw a second chance and I draw Miracle Worker. And then what I'm able to do is I'm able to kill, let's see, how, how, does the, how does the math work work out? I'm able, he has got Ezra, Kanan, and Zeb all in my grill. I have got Dracotta with probably three or four damage on her, but she's got second chance. I've got MHD alive, and I've got Miracle Worker in hand. So he goes to kill MHD, which I think he does in one shot by Miracle Worker. So at this point, I just need to survive three more attacks, hopefully, um, which I am able to do, and he doesn't have on the lamb in hand. And so I'm able to kill Ezra, who also rolls a dodge. Um, he might have not rolled a dodge with Sabine, but like he he rolled well enough that I wasn't. It, it took a significant amount to bring him down, but he does roll a dodge with Ezra. And at that point, I actually thought I'd lost the game, but because he didn't have on the lamb, I'm able to kill him. Dracotta is still alive, and then my smugglers, who have picked up green weapons, are able to start stunning people. So I stun Zeb. I'm sorry, I stun Kanan because I think he's got Dying Lunge in hand. And then I just work on killing Zeb. And that was the story of our game. I, Aaron completely would have won if I would not have drawn Miracle Worker in Second Chance. And something I always say about the box is if I don't draw the cards I need, I lose. And that's just kind of how the game goes. Um, but like this is one of those games where it wasn't just that I had the cards in hand, but that I literally drew the two cards I needed for right, the round. when you needed them. Exactly. So I got extremely lucky. I also had a bit of bad play on my part i he i had playing take initiative he had uh and i think this was at the start of that round and we were both we i should also say jk was tired we were tired i was very very tired just because like you know i had joey grant and drew fly in we'd been skirmishing we'd like shock shotguns the previous day and like we're just tired and so i go to take initiative and he's like okay and he lets me have it so i exhaust somebody and i get my 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 smuggler i'm like okay i'm gonna activate my smuggler and the reason why is because i want to stun one of these people before the round starts and then all of a sudden aaron's like oh i have negation like because i he had genuinely he had not seen that he had negation obviously i haven't like burned any of his cards or anything with mac yet and i like i thought for some reason like in my brain i was thinking i can't let him play negation now because i've conveyed information that he shouldn't have was kind of like my thinking. But as I was thinking about that, I'm like, that's not true. Like all, all I've done is say that I'm, you know, activating my smuggler, which conveys, I'm going to try and stun somebody. Right. But it was just bad form on my part. And so, um, I mean, like I, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. Like, I don't think it's bad form. I think like there, there's something to be said for like, you know, like I think, uh, I had a player who he, uh, like in my match against Joey, like uh-huh. he, he had targeting network, which you get to redraw yes. and like spend a surge to redraw after you've played it. Yeah. And so he like, like went and did like something, like something else had happened. Like, like, like new information had entered, like someone had activated or something. He's like, Oh, I forgot to redraw my card from that attack. And I said, Hey, like, I'm going to let you do that this time. But like, yeah. it says may, so yeah. if you don't draw it in the window, like I'm not, I can't, you can't draw it. Yeah. And I was right. happy to let that be a one-time exception, but like, it's also a regional, you know, which is our yeah. best prep for worlds. And like, you're not going to like, if you like, don't pay attention to your hand of like what you have, like, 
Yeah. I, I forgot to doubt twice in two different games. Yes. And I didn't ask if I could doubt. And I'm not saying Aaron was in the wrong for asking. He's absolutely not. It was totally no, fine. No. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things where like, I don't expect anyone to allow me to do anything in like competitive play. Like if it was a friendly skirmish or, you sure. know, or like an informal tournament. Sure. But like when like stuff's on the line and there are stakes, like you just, you know, you have to assume that if you miss the window, like you're SOL. Yeah, I guess. And that that's true. And Aaron was also like, I could tell Aaron wanted me to let him negate it because if, if I would have taken initiative, I, sh- I would, the game would have been very different because I would have been able to kill somebody before anything happened. And so it would have been a very different game. And I could tell he wanted me to have it. And like I was, I, I totally get what you're saying, Scott, and you're right. And also at Worlds, you should not expect. Like if, if you play take, they don't say, and they say, okay, it's yours. And then you start activating something, you should never plan. And I, frankly, I don't think you should ask your opponent to let you negate it. But it was one of those things where we were both so tired and I could tell like he had just made, he had just made a mistake, right? And I didn't want the game to be decided on that. And so, right. and I think that's I, fair. I, yeah. So I mean, like, I think it, it can totally go both ways. Um, but I, I, I was glad I did because I, I still felt bad about it. Like again, I was exhausted, and so I hadn't really thought about it. But after, as I was reflecting on that, I was really glad that I had to let him do it. Because otherwise, I would just feel very, very bad. But again, the game was decided because I drew. I was not because I was able to take initiative and it was negated, but because I drew the two cards I needed when I needed them. So our game was unbelievably close and Aaron's an incredible player, right? Like I was his only loss on the day. So he was, and he's just been rolling. Right. And he had beaten you in your Swiss. Yes. He had beaten me in Swiss. So, you know, and I, I knew that Uskru is actually not as good of a matchup for the box versus Spectre because I'm not really able to pull points off of the board, right? Like I'm only going to get points from killing his guys. But in the same vein, um, and, and so like, I'm sorry, not in the same vein, but conversely, Tarkin, I'm able to get weapons. I'm able to um, concentrate my fire a little bit more, right? Like in terms of I've, I've got, I'm going to have everybody, as, as he collapses, like there's only like one or two avenues for him to collapse. And I'm able, I'm going to be able to shrapnel and Jakarta and do all that stuff. So anyway, good game, close game, extremely close game, but I was able to pull it out. On to the final. Oh, the final Oh, the final. Scott's Scott's repeat final, we should say. <laughs> and this time, I'm actually glad I drew Us- – we, we were playing on Uskru because that is one time where I am – I have a not strong matchup, but versus Vader, I want Uskru because I want to have as long of lines of sight as possible. Yeah, and that, and that was definitely something you capitalized on for sure. So, uh, Scott, maybe you want to give just like a quick summary of the game and then I'll fill in with any points. And we should also say, again, we were super – I was exhausted. <laughs> and this is one of those games where Scott forgot to pull doubt. It wouldn't have super mattered because I would have been able to uh, – he forgot to doubt away focus. I still had focus generators. Yeah. It would have like slowed the pace down. But, Scott, well, you never even asked to – um, pull away my focus yeah, so. well i mean it, it wouldn't be appropriate I, I don't think it's 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 the final match like so sure. i'll say this i don't think it would have made a difference in that the, the difference it would have made is that you would have had one fewer smuggler focused yes that's true um because true. when i when i had the opportunity to doubt you you know i would have doubted away han's focus or dracotta's focus and you would have yeah. had an opportunity to refocus them Um, so it really wouldn't have made a big difference. Um, so essentially what, what the map was, uh, you know, we were playing priority message, so it was, it was really just going to be a war of attrition. Um, and, and in that way it, it, it very much was, um, because what happened is I just sort of pile over, you know, I have the, the, you know, cross blocking terrain diner on the, you know, the diners on the bottom uh, from yep. my perspective, um, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of just hanging out, uh, having Thrawn try and get rid of as many of your cards, trying to draw my Intel leaks. Um, you know, my rule by fear hand, I got rid of second chance and that was a really tough decision. I didn't really want to make it. Um, part of my motivation for that was I thought, Hey, 
if I need second chance, I'm probably going to have lost anyway. Because you don't, because second chance is not very good versus Dracotta. because she can, yeah, she can shrapnel and then demolish to get back through it. So yeah, I mean, there was a time in the game where I said I really wish I had second chance right now, but yeah. you know, like, like you said, like with the shrapnel and blast two, it's just something that I've played second chance against you, and it hasn't really been a huge help. Yeah, um, and so kind of how that plays out. Uh, as I pitch that, he intel leaks away my take initiative. Yep. I thrown away Miracle Worker, Oof. which is anyone who could tell you at that tournament. I literally shouted out loud, enjoy. <laughs> yes, you did. Because if oh. you kill Miracle Worker, like that's that's half my job done. That is, it's so true. Oh, it's true. Oh, I felt, I, I did feel a little bit sick about it. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, I, I think, what else did I get rid of? I think I got rid of tools. You got rid of tool? No, 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 because I used tools to one shot, or to almost one shot. Throw. That's right. You got rid of second chance, That's and right. you intel leaked away on the lamb. I did intel leak on the lamb. Uh, and it's funny because, you know, uh, basically what happened is once the doors opened, um, I had positioned Thrawn so that if if Han overcommitted, yeah. uh, he could hit Thrawn. And, and Kenny played tools and Kenny played uh, – he had a focus and he rolled five dice against Thrawn and he rolled exactly what he needed to because I had two block and I played a, a token. Yep. And he rolled 12 damage. Yep. And Actually, I think he rolled 13. And the way that it worked yep. is this is right after I'd forgotten to doubt something. So yeah. I was feeling particularly vexed. Yeah. Um, this is the end of round two. Yes. That we're, so that we're talking about. Yeah. And um, basically I have a decision, which is do I deplete doubt and force him to roll, re-roll his blue die, which um, as long as it rolled a different value than it had would deal one fewer damage and allow me to pitch a card to keep Thrawn alive. Yeah. Um, or do I just say, okay, Thrawn can die. Yeah. And I'm well aware that if he has taken initiative, Thrawn's dead anyway. Yeah. Because I don't have negation, and I don't think I'm going to draw negation. Spoiler, yeah. I didn't. Um, and I just say, you know what? If he has to spend an extra action, like, this will be worth it. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm like and, – and part of my decision, Kenny, it's actually interesting, was that I was like, Kenny is really good at playing around doubt anyway. Yeah. That uh, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, and so what happens is I make you reroll. It works out. Thrawn's alive. Yep. Eight damage, but he's alive. You take initiative. You activate Dracotta. Um, I, I force choke on at the end of the round. Yep. Um, Dracotta shrapnels, kills Thrawn, but only does one damage to Vader with the attack and one with a shrapnel. Because you rolled um, double three block. That's right. And I had a token, so I had seven block. Yeah. And I, I was focused. And I, I mean, I was impressed I got any damage through. But, yeah, I was – this game – our game was so close. And at that point, I was like – because I needed to kill – the reason why I needed to kill Thrawn was I needed to get something off the board so I could pull back and feel comfortable with, like, the pressure I was applying. But when you made it so that I couldn't do that, now I'm like, okay, well, I still need to kill Thrawn, which I can do with Shrapnel. But I now I need to – commit this attack on Vader now, right? As opposed to being able to wait a little bit um, or, or wait for you to more come into me, then I can collapse back further. So when this attack didn't go as I planned, I was a little, I, I was, I was concerned. I was like, well, I mean, I'm not like behind, but I, I don't have an advantage that I would have liked to have had. For sure. For sure. And I think um, the interesting thing was that, you know, when, when you, when you shrapneled Thrawn to death, I, I had this like, tinge of regret of just like well that was a, a huge waste yeah and then the way that it played out is that it it actually is what allowed me to kill han yeah um because after dracotta goes and this was this was kind of a big swing um yeah and so you've got han out there and like all right i've got the combo yep time to go yep and i go and i do the combo and because you've also at this point you have burned on the lamb you've killed it with I, intel leak. i've burned on the lamb and i'm like well i've got the combo Yep. And he's, if he dodges, I lose. And if he doesn't, I kill Han. And I kill Han um, between... I, 
I actually don't think – oh, you didn't kill him on the first one. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm yes. parting blowed to kill him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So at this point, I've lost Thrawn and you've lost Han. Yep. And and I've put I, – I was able to element of surprise. I'm Han is focused again um, because I think I had moved – somehow Han is – Focused. I'm not actually 100% positive how that was the case. I don't think he was focused. Because I, pl- I played Element, though, to get rid of your dice. That was... Because Vader had bombed up, so I had played Element in order... T- and, you know, he attacks me. He doesn't kill me, but I, I, I'm, I'm able to put, like, respectable damage. Not like crazy. You didn't you didn't roll a three block or anything on, yeah. on when I shot back. But, yeah, so, you know, kind of plays out there where, um, you know, Vader, you kind of... Death by a thousand cuts shoot Vader a lot. Yep. Um, and Vader puts does like ten damage to Dracotta. Yeah, because so then so then what happens is Scott is able to. I, I, I'm not like 100 positive on how the timing of this all works out, but Scott comes. Uh, it must have been the start of the next round or something, um, where Scott comes up and hits Dracotta. I'm next to three PO, and you still like. Oh no, you must have. Something must have happened, and three PO must be gone at this point because I'd had no surge blocks, and you rolled perfect. Like you rolled perfect, and did yeah. ten damage to Jakarta. So, yeah, again, I was also very worried at that point. Yeah, and then Jakarta, you know, does your little token thing. Yep, I shoot. I shoot Palp. I drop a rubble on Vader. Um, Vader plays Dying Lunge. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what I kill was. MHD. Yep. And at this point, it's I have an officer, Vader, or an officer, Palpatine, and a Death Trooper. Yep. Versus Gideon, Mock, uh, two smugglers, Hera. and Hera. Yep. And by, I think, you know, you know, we're playing the droids. So at this point, it goes up that I have 34 points going into the final round. Yep. And so all I have to do is have more points than you. Yep. And I'm at 27 points at this point. Right. So if he kill, so it comes down to, if you kill Palpatine and I kill nothing, then you win. Yep. And if I kill anything, I win. Yep. Um, but Kenny had been really smart with your demolition tokens. And so I couldn't really get a shot off. Like the only shot I could really get off is a six range shot against a smuggler who, I mean, if I hit him, I'm probably going to kill him, but I have to roll perfectly yeah you know i have to either be able to search for accuracy and still have enough damage or i have to be able to search for damage and have built-in accuracy right which with against a white die is just not super likely yeah um you know because i needed you know and and you know palp had six damage on him and a and i gave him two tokens over the time and and you know you just you know i pitched cards and zillowed and it just wasn't enough to keep palp alive and yeah uh, what i thought was so at this point um, I, I've got two options. I can either kill your droid with three-ish attacks and put some damage on Palp, or I could just go and try and kill Palp, right? So right. Palp had, I think, probably six damage or something left. I, I don't know exactly how much he had left. He had seven um, left. So he had seven left. So I have to deal – so I, I I don't have like a like crazy good offense, um, but I've got enough attacks. And because you had to bring – um, palp up in order to kill Jakarta, I think it was. Um, yeah. And so I had a force line. So I tempted, you know, I actually don't think that Vader, Vader didn't kill MHD. He did six damage on MHD. Oh, that's right. That's right. But I think Palpatine was able, went next and just tempted him to death. Yeah. And then force lightning to kill Jakarta. Yeah. And it's interesting because, um, you know, we were sort of talking about this because everyone was tired and, and I didn't notice it, but someone had thought that, you hadn't taken a damage on Dracotta for the strain, but you had pitched negation for it. Um, yes. I think that I'm, I'm like, I was actually thinking about this, Scott. I'm like 80% positive that is the case, but I was also very, very tired. So. Sure. I mean, so, well, because my thought, my thought was, I'm, I'm sure that's the case. And like, even if it wasn't like the way I sort of feel about it is, you know, both players are responsible for the legal game state. Sure. So even if like that had been the case, like, if I don't notice it, it's it's and so that that's the thing is that I just didn't question it and I think yeah. I if, I think that you just pitch negation I'm I'm sure because unless you negated something of mine which I can't think that you did because I played I, looking for a fight 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't have it. Yeah, so. I didn't. You don't think you negated anything. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, you know, if 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 you if you had to take that damage, if you didn't have the final card to pitch, is I can tempt uh, Dracada, and I can uh, force lightning mock, which would still kill MHD, and it would give me enough points that I would win no matter what. Was I at? Was uh, Drock at? Uh, had he taken a damage? I'm sorry. Was MHD? Had he taken a uh, Mac? Had he taken a damage? Yes, he had. Ta- he had. He had one damage at the end of the game that I had noticed that you had on his card. Oh, okay. So, huh. because I, I I don't remember how or why, but I just saw that you had a damage on his card. Interesting. Because um, so actually, so what? This is the reason I was like doing this math before I'd realized I should have killed Palpatine. What I thought was, well, if I kill your droid. Put some damage on Palpatine, then you're not going to because you aren't going to be able to kill my droid. Then you can't. Then I'm. Then we're at least even, and it's whoever can get off. Because at that point, like let's say you kill Mac, then you're at 37, right? Then you have to kill either Gideon or Hera before I'm able to kill either an officer or Palp, obviously. Right. So I was like, I, I was like working myself through all that math, and I was like, oh wait, I should just go and try and kill Palp. Which so. I mean. You know, part of me was thinking like, because we kind of talked about like I I spent a good five minutes sort of debating like, do I oh, yes. with your death trooper? Yeah, do I go for the death trooper kill, mm. or do I, you know, uh, just risk it and say, or or do I say like, hey, the death trooper is going to go give Palp a token and just sort of, you know, just do that, and like. It made sense of like, hey, that attack dealing damage is so unlikely that it's it's really not worth, yeah, the effort. But like in retrospect, like you had like five attacks on Palp to do seven damage. Yeah, I actually think probably the attack was it would have been a better idea just because like killing Palp that many times over or like yeah. with that many attacks probably was more likely. At least that's the thought. And how many um can, tell me on your death trooper they've got built in for accuracy they surge for pierce one damage plus two accuracy is that right yeah so it's plus two damage and then plus two accuracy pierce one can so they, and we'll, they can't give themselves tokens right no they can't give themselves tokens so what it would have been I mean I I think I so I would have had to deal two damage to the smuggler so what I'm looking at is so, so the smuggler was six spaces away. Yeah. So that's a range eight shot. That no, can't no, be he right. was he was he was four away, but it would have been a range six shot because oh, okay. of his accuracy. Okay, uh, so buff. let's calculate the odds there. The odds of you doing two damage are fifty one percent. So, yeah. So, wow, that's, that's what crazy. I should have. That's what I should have done. But you know, like the question of like, am I going to have the surge? And, yep. and you know, it was. You know, there were there were some legitimate fears there that i you know yeah i mean i feel like the problem is is like when you've played that many games the mental math that you're going through like it took me you know probably 45 seconds to two minutes to realize that i just needed to kill palp so i feel like it's it's tough to like keep your mental acuity going when you have played just that many games right we were just tired yeah absolutely and also we've played this matchup enough like the box versus vader that like a lot of it is just kind of um, not like intuitive, but kind of ref- reflexive, right? Like in terms of Vader comes up, we're going to take our shots. Okay, did you kill an MHD before I was able to get off Miracle Worker? Or like, am I in a bad position? Or have you killed Dracada before she's gotten off a second shot? Okay, I lose, right? And like, we just know enough of that that it's kind of reflexive. And so, I, I mean, I, and it also, it was just at the end of a very long day. Right, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it feels good that like it was 40-41. It could have gone either way. Oh, yeah. Okay, Scott. So with that being the case, let's we're, we're we're running a little bit long, but let me pick your brain just a teensy bit in terms of what you think. Let's talk about prospectively, um, future regionals, and then worlds is coming up in a month and a half, two months. Sorry, two months. Right. Um, two and a half months. What hotel book today? That's right. We we booked our hotel. I got to book our flight, but or my yeah. flight. Uh, but what do you think, like in terms of Vader versus the next two and a half months of the meta and worlds? Is it like is that the row that you want to keep hoeing, or are you think like what are you thinking? Give me your thoughts on the meta prospectively. So, uh, 
There's a dumb pun. Don't you mean prospectorly? <laughs> oh, uh, got him. Yeah, got him. <laughs> Shoot, son. Um, yeah, so I think – I mean really I think our regional was really indicative of what the meta is going to look like. We're going to get like a mishmash of like scum, you know, yeah. that – it gives the illusion of diversity because like everyone's just running the same pool of figures um, in different configurations. Like, yeah, but they're all the same kind of like, Hey, they do VP stuff, but they also like have hunter cards. Yeah. exactly. Um, and then, you know, you've got specter and you've got people who are still running Han Rangers like Isaac, like yep. who I am crowning like the King of Han Rangers. Cause like he's super good with it. And yep. I, I mean, you know, I was talking to JK cause you know, JK had, talk to Isaac about it and Isaac was like yeah this is how you play on range against Spectre and I was like yeah that's so smart and like he just had really good advice I was like yeah like Isaac just knows how Han Rangers goes like yep he's um, played it so many times that he knows he knows what he needs to do and how yeah. to do it so. yeah um you know and then you've got Vader Palp Thrawn which I think there's going to be a few different variations on that, right? Like I was running one variation at a time and I'm running a different one. Um, you've got like, I don't know if DT ran this seriously or if this was like just experimentation, like in the league where he did um, Vader and Thrawn with riots. Yeah. And lion ambush. Yep. Um, I don't know if that's just like, Hey, this is fun. And I made this card. So someone should run it. Yeah. Um, or if that's like, – I thought about like just for fun, like trying it out and see how I feel about it. I've never played the game with Lime Ambush or against it. Yeah. Um, personally, I think that Imperialists and Vaderlists are going to be very unpopular. Like honestly, like I'm – I think knowing like just people in the Slack, right? Like yeah. I think it's probably like I'm the only one – that I know of that is like dedicated to Vader. Like I'm definitely like, that's what I want to be doing. And yes. probably like you want, you want to run Vader and you will keep trying to make him work as opposed to, Oh, he's super good. So I'm going to play him. Right. And I mean, I think there are definitely some people not to be disingenuous that are like, Oh no, I want to run Vader too. But I think I'm a little stubborn and they're like, well, I'm going to make him work. Yeah, exactly. You know, as opposed to like, Oh, do I think he'll work? Um, yeah. And I think my re the regional really got me thinking like, yeah, it, do I think I could win worlds with this list is like the metric that I want to use and whether or not I could win worlds as a person is a different question, but I think, yeah, yeah Vader Palthron could beat any list. Yeah. Um, and so I, I feel pretty good about that. And I think they don't really have a bad, I don't think Lothal is going to be a problem. Like at least from the testing I've done, like it's, there's the sight lines work out well enough that like, you're not as susceptible to like Uscrew. Like Uscrew is okay. like tough from like long range perspectives, like, or with the box, but like low fall, I think you've got some flexibility. Okay. Um, and then like, I think Spectre is going to slowly get less popular as people like figure out like how to take people. Down. Yeah. As people start teching. Cause I mean, I think now the case is at least definitely locally, like everyone's going to say, how do I beat Spectre? Like, does it beat Spectre? Okay. Right. And it, even if that means we go all in on, like I'll try like crazy wombo combos again with Jin, right? And her one in a million wild attack tools to the job, you know, doing 13 damage and one shotting somebody. I think people are going to start doing a lot of things like that. Like Matt Lansdowne in Kansas, he was running a punishing strike IG list, which you think sounds kind of crazy, but as he was explaining on the Slack, like what he's doing is he's using cards like toxic dart. Um, I think cruel strike things to like apply stuns, hold people down and then just beat the tar out of them right with IG so they can't on the land. So I think people are going to think of not just creative ways, but just, okay, what efficiently does what I need to do versus Spectre, right? For and sure. Think, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think Spectre, because it's the same list, like, the only variation you really get is the command card deck. And even then, like everybody's running pummels, everyone's yep. running heart of freedom. Like it's yep. basically the same list every time. And, and the only variation is, did they run doubt or motivation or extra armor, which is probably not the case, but yeah. Um, and so I think that becomes easier to tech against and easier to play against because, you know, with, with Vader Pelt Thrawn, like 
it, it's pretty well set in, but like some people are running spies and some people are running extra officers and some of the command yeah. cards are deck, even among the identical deployments. And so, yeah. um, I think that becomes different. I think what we're mostly going to see is we're, we're, I think we're going to get about 50% scum, maybe yep, more. I, I agree. I think we're going to get about 20% specter. We're going to get about 15% other rebel stuff. And we're going to get what, whatever remaining percentage I've given there for, uh, empire and probably 15%. Yeah. 10, 15. And, and maybe 5% of that'll be Vader. Maybe ten. Yeah. Let's say ten percent. I think, I think playing an imperial list that doesn't have Vader is like. I think there's going to be people like Brandon Kiocho who like ran a non-Vader list to top four worlds, and it's like yep. you know who's just really good and like knows how to run like tarot. Like the tarot and the ATDP didn't get any worse. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. I I personally don't feel like I can run that as well as he could, or as well as I could run Vader. So I don't want to run that. Yeah, but. It is going to be very, very interesting to see where we go. So in the future, so are you? Are there any changes you want to make to your Vader Palthron list in order to account for Spectre? Is it more just like, nope, I just need to keep getting reps in so I know what I need to do on each map? Yeah, I, it, it, a little column A, a little column B. Um, I don't care about teching for Spectre. Um, I feel uh-huh. like I've done, like my whole, like the whole, I didn't come up with Vader Palthron, but I came up with it for myself. Like I had not heard of it before I came up with the list. I'm sure. sure, you know, those parallel thinking of like, you know, we, several people all over the country were like, mm, let's try this. Um, yeah. And my whole idea was, well, how do I make an Imperial Spectre cell? Um, okay. Yeah, that's true. Which you've said before. Yeah. Which is a great insight. Um, and so like, I've been teching against Spectre cell with this list the whole time. And all mm-hmm. my changes have been to tech for everything else. Um, mm-hmm. And mostly like my spy change was to tech against the box because that's the only list I'm afraid of. And yeah. I mean, it feels good to like, it feels good to have gotten so close to beating it. And I know that I will beat it. Like, it's just a matter of, you know, die rolls or card draws, right? Like I, our game was decided by a die roll, right? Like, right. It, and, and, and if you would have taken the shot with a death trooper, it would have been decided by a die roll. Exactly. So, right. So, right, like, so it, it's certainly a matchup that, that can win. But like the thing that like disturbs me deeply um, is that it was that close and I still lost with perfect card control i got rid of miracle worker second chance and on the lamb which are the three cards i want to get rid of with you i mean tools obviously is on that list too but like yeah i couldn't have picked better cards to have gotten rid of yeah and it still was you know ended the way it did like to the point where i think yeah, but that's a testament to the map matchup, right? Like I'm getting, I'm able to apply a lot of pressure with long range shots, which you can't really stop, right? And that's, and that's just that map. Sure, but you know, like I, I guess, uh, you know, if if I hadn't gotten rid of on the lamb, Han doesn't die, yeah. right? Yep. If I hadn't gotten rid of uh, Miracle Worker, Dracotta doesn't die. If I hadn't yeah. gotten rid of Second Chance, then maybe you know neither of them dies. And, yeah. you know, that, that's just, you know, that's, that's huge. And so that's part of my, my thoughts. Um, the, the changes that I'm looking to make, I threw it kind of threw it in the slack today was celebration. Cause like everyone's running it and mm. I, I'm thinking, um, I might trade strat shift for celebration. And I know we've talked about strat shift and how great it is. And I agree. Scott and I have talked about this, like in terms of spy control a lot. Yeah. So if I was running cross-trained riots, it would be less of a debate in my mind because mm, interesting point. I found that like I've really only played strat shift effectively uh, once or twice out of like six or seven games um, mm. because either I draw it after the spy is dead. I would rather use the spy to take a different action mm-hmm. or and most of the time uh, they do not have enough cards to justify it. Mm. and especially specter so yeah so it's like right. oh you have three cards would you like to have one fewer and, and yeah exactly. you know and there's the idea of like well what if they have assassinate in hand it's like oh but yeah what if they don't and they draw into assassinate right like exactly what if i'm giving them assassinate yeah i totally get this right and so and there's something we said for i'm going to intel leak and then strat shift you or even vice versa i'm going to strat shift you and then i'm going to get rid of whatever card you have and really cripple you yeah down to one card yeah. um and so i see the value there but like i just like 
I don't have a mock. I don't have someone whose sole purpose is there because, well, the like if the D, DT was regular, yeah, I'd feel differently. But I feel like my Death Trooper needs to get a little bit more value than just playing those cards. He needs to pick off a Jawa. He needs to pick off a Smuggler or an Officer. He needs to tandem work with Thrawn to pick off a Vinto or uh, something that costs five, has five to ten health. Like he needs to do more than just play those cards. That's a great point. And um, I think Celebration, you know, so, so I mean, Celebration. Um, would have won me our game, right? When I killed definitely MHD yep, or Dracotta or, or anything like that. Um, or Han, right? Right. And, you know, the fact that my list can't play objectively, objectives as effectively, um, yep. that's a huge factor for me of just like, okay, like, uh, you know, having those four extra points because everyone's got a unique figure. No one's not running yeah. unique figures. So it's never a yes. dead card. Um, and especially if you have Zillow, it's really never a dead card. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, the other thing um, that JJ um, in the Slack suggested was switching out face-to-face for Price of Glory. Um, I have the the points room for another point. I only run 14 points in the command deck. Um, wow. I mean, it's really not this. I mean, there, with how many good zero and one cost cards there are, like... Yeah, that's true. Because you've got because like looking for a fight is zero cost, right? Like yeah, dark energy is only one cost. Yeah, that's yeah. Good I mean, so really, what it was is I traded brace for impact for element of surprise. Okay, um, and that's where the point comes from. Uh, okay, so um, because like so face the 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 conflict here is that face to face is two spaces, and it's just it's 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 the most effective way of getting Vader into the fight. Yep. Um, and I can just going to hop right over difficult terrain. Just go for the kill. Other figures. I mean, that's how I got mm-hmm. over Zeb to be in the middle of Specter Cell, and that one match was I just played face to face. Otherwise, I'm not. And also, it it allows me because an attack is part of it. You, um, I can attack and force choke when I do it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. awesome man. That's so cool. What a what a play. Yeah. Um, but Price of Glory, you know, it lets you get a token if you want. It gives you two movement points and it lets you recover or like remove a harmful condition. And, mm. you know, I have Unshakable, but I see the value of if you've exhausted it or if you don't want to exhaust it yet, um, being able to play that card. Um, especially if like, hey, I'm going to go Parting Blow and then play this card so that I can have it available for my next Parting Blow without activating. Um, Man, that's... That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it, it's just going to take some testing and theorizing and praying to an elder <laughs> god of evil. That's right. Uh, them pagan gods. Oh, man. The well, <laughs> well, okay. Let's not get blasphemous here. Um, well, Scott, many, many, many congratulations. I mean, I would, I'm obviously very happy to have taken home the trophy, but. To be 100% frank, I think I think the fact that I have been playing the box for so long, you know, like I feel obviously really good getting a regional, but you getting back-to-back regionals, I guess you do have Vader still, but the, the lists are actually, I think, very different in terms of Vader Pal Thrawn versus Vader Double Jets. Yeah, they're very different. They're very, those are very different lists, and you deserve many kudos well, for thank you. your, your continued terrorizing of everybody you know someone has to be the bad guy kenny (laughs) that's true that's true awesome awesome well scott do you have any more thoughts for us um no other than the box is awful and one day i'll tear it to shreds well i don't know we'll see i mean we're if if i i hope that specter does i hope that other people tech to beat specter so that i can keep just running my box yeah um but i am a little bit worried that jacotta is going to need to go because as good as she is against empire she is not, she cannot really cut it versus Spectre just because if I don't get two attacks off with her, I lose the game. And it's very easy versus Spectre. And it's very easy for Spectre to kill her in two hits. Like very, 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 very easy. And that is just not the kind of math you want to see. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes in the future. But I will definitely be taking MHD Twirls again. That is for sure. Right. 
Awesome. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening. I'm actually going to be breaking this episode up into two parts. So this should be the second part that you are listening to. Thank you all for for listening all the way through. Again, if you're a patron, please remember to go to my Etsy page so you can order a tournament kit. All you're doing is paying for the shipping for your kit and I will get it out to you. I've already set out a ton. There are still a Still, still a few um, U.S. patrons who need to order their kit. Again, if you're an international patron, I'm getting your shipping taken care of this week. Hopefully, I've been packaging your envelopes and getting everything ready to go. We are doing a slightly slower freight, but I'm taking care of your postage on that. So um, it will be a little bit slower, but you don't have to pay Etsy shipping. So anyway, that is all the news that we have. Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me.